to the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right from age to age from kevin hearn to stephen page it's it's all been done the podcast usually i say we're it's all been done but you know what i'm just digging straight into it i'm saker and i'm only human and i make mistakes i'm evan and i am a robot through and through are you really no oh yeah, well i mean we're no. all a little bit cyborg yeah well i mean human body is a nematic device of sorts why oh. are we even <laughs> is, is a robot just a nematic device nematics can uh, be a part of a robot right you know you've got your little uh, things that fill up with uh well, there's the there's a difference between there's pneumatics which is air and then there's <laughs> fluid which is something else uh-huh and I don't remember what it's called. I think that's... This is great pod. Wet, wet namics. I only do wet work. I'll <laughs> be honest with work. you. So, um, Saker, how was your... Uh, do you have anything to announce? Do I have... Uh, I'm doing a new podcast. God, oh, it's all been done. Well, I fucking got you, you piece of shit. What should you I... You got s- nothing? You got nothing. Today is the 2018 of Juno Awards. Of course I have something to announce. We are recording this mere hours. You're hearing it long afterwards, dear listeners. <laughs> but we are recording this mere hours... Before the Juno Awards. Indeed. And what's going to happen, Evan? Bare Naked Ladies is going to reunite for the first time in over a century. That's, that's true. Not since the 1880s have we seen this. Stephen Page has been summoned from his crypt, <laughs> his cyclopean tomb. And he rises, shakes the dust from his jowly face. That's right. And, and uh, he looks like he has gray hair, but it's not actually gray hair. It's, no. it's crypt dust. He's looking pretty good these days actually i gotta say you see the picture yeah he's definitely he's definitely slimmed down a bit in the face like he looked kind of dorky as a kid a young a young bare naked he looked very dorky they all kind of look dorky because i think they were dorks and i think the the, way i think they've aged though i wouldn't say like silver foxes or anything but they've definitely uh (laughs) except for except for the bassist like he looks literally the same he looks exactly the same that is true he is unchanged kevin hearn is not a bad looking man do you know what he looks like do you think, um, which one, what's the basis? That's a Cregan, right? That's a Cregan. That's a Cregan. What if he is like a golem? Or what if he's a robot? You think, you think Jim Cregan might be a robot? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Look, or an alien. Look at Kevin Hearn. Don't you think he's a little bit of a silver fox? Uh, I mean, he looks like someone's dad for sure. They all look like dads. That's what a silver fox is, right? It's just a dilf. Um, <laughs> I think you can be old... And not have kids and still be I've a ne- silver fox. I've never met an old person who didn't have kids. <laughs> Every old person has to have children. Well, more importantly, well, equally importantly, I think the Brandon ladies reuniting is very important, especially for us. I wanted to, I wanted to fucking live stream that shit or, or like do it, but it starts at eight. Eight Canadian time, which I believe is ten a.m. tomorrow, just midnight. Yeah. Um. Actually. Uh, we have a big interview coming up later in this episode, a really exclusive interview. I'm kind of teasing oh, it out right now, but I had to look up the time zone for Toronto, and my computer said, hey, dumbass. I think they, I think they call it Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Toronto. T-R-O-N-O. Toronto. It's, uh, isn't that where Tron was taking place? <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Uh, and my computer called me a dumbass because it's literally Ohio's time zone. <laughs> <laughs> I am a stupid. But equally as important to the Bear Glaze reuniting, they are being inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Indeed, as we- a group. As a group, yes. You know, I'm hoping that this spurs like some conversation between them and they get back together so that when they come in the summer to Columbus, they will be all together instead of just <laughs> what they are now, <laughs> which may or may not be good. I don't know. I haven't heard any of their new stuff. And Did by we... new stuff, I mean anything after like stunt. Ugh. Oh boy. Maroon is great. Benny Ladies or Me is great. Actually, I like everything up until Stephen Page left. It's all good. It's all bad. <laughs> Did we announce that we're going to go see them in July? We did not. Oh, well, we're going to go. They're coming to Colombo in July. Right. They I'm asked excited. us specifically to come. <laughs> we got the invite. <laughs> they said, please, come along. Once um, we, uh, Well, it was a weird invite because they, they sort of called us out you know, because we know their secret. And uh... <laughs> Can I be honest? I did tweet at Stephen Page on Twitter <laughs> yesterday. And what did he say? Nothing. He oh, didn't well, respond. Okay. What did he think, though? Well, it's because I follow another podcast called Whatever Happened to Pizza at McDonald's, mm-hmm. which is sort of a parody investigative podcast in the vein of Serial, trying I've, to investigate what happened to I've heard of Pizza that. McDonald's. But he tweets at random celebrities asking them if they remember mcdonald's pizza and he tweeted at stephen page and stephen page responded to him <laughs> saying he does remember the cornmeal crust and how delicious it was huh. but um and so i tried to wedge my way in and be like 
you you should come on and talk about the pizza on our podcast. <laughs> if that makes any sense. We do talk about pizza. We do, yeah. More than bare naked ladies. And often. actually, we have um a another Columbus podcaster who we may have coming up in an episode down the road who offered to uh to bring us um what's your favorite Columbus pizza? Uh, bacon nuts and lettuce. No, you don't. <laughs> shit. It was Adriatico's. Aborigines. What was it? Adriatico's. Adriatico's. He said, "Let me come on your podcast. I'll bring Adriatico's." Oh, fuck, man. So yeah, we got a we got a friend in him. Shit, yeah. Anyone want to guest star and bring me pizza? Yeah. We, we got it. <laughs> That's the one. We are doing it. That's the entry point to guesting on uh, yeah. on it's all been done. Is breeze bring pizza. Breeze bring pizza. Breeze bring pizza. <laughs> pizza is an pizza. Pizza pizza. Hashtag eats a pizza. Uh, we actually weirdly. Nobody chimed in with eats a pizza because that's the normal people eats a mm-hmm. pizza. But we had two or three people call us out on Twitter saying pizza ain't pizza. Like people who don't eat pizza. This is in reference to episode two, Enid, uh, in which hashtag pizza ain't pizza if, is if you don't like pizza. In which we threw down the cheesy gauntlet. Yeah. The gauntlet full of sauce. I think two or three people tagged us pizza ain't pizza we still i want to keep the debate going so again if you want to chime yeah. in pizza so, yeah. pizza or pizza come, ain't pizza. come at us i yeah. mean i want to hear some i want to hear your facts yeah we'll retweet you we will uh would you believe that for the past three weeks i've been saying our twitter name is at it's all been done podcast uh-huh. when our real twitter name is at been done podcast at been done it's all been done was too long and i forgot <laughs> that that was too long it's yeah. at been done Oh shit, is it been done podcast or been done cast? I might even be screwing God. it up literally as we speak. Uh, but I'll tell you in one second. Uh, in the meantime... I will do, I'll provide some real cool filler. Um, been done pod. Been done pod. I couldn't have done that worse. <laughs> it is the worst part of every word. All right. At been done pod is us. At been, it's at been done pod. Oh boy. That's all, of our, <laughs> that's all of our words together. It's at been done. It's at Bindon Pod. Um, all right. All right, all right, fans, make that. Yeah. Well, Evan, uh, let's get into the song that we're talking about today. Okay. So, uh, the song we are talking about today is called Brian Wilson. This is a big one. Let's listen to a little bit of it. Drove downtown in the rain, 9.30 on a Tuesday night, just to check out the late night. Record shop Call it impulsive Call it compulsive Call it insane But when I'm surrounded I just can't Stop Okay, so An interesting little song Evan, what did you think about it? <laughs> I thought it was a great song It was easy I mean, it's it's clear to see why this is Was, it, was this their breakout? Like their first sort of big thing? Or was that Yoko. Yeah, I think Be My Yoko Ono was their big, like, pre-Gordon hit. I can't believe that. I think so. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that (laughs) next week, but... Did you know that uh, Brian Wilson actually covers this song? It's true, and it's not... I didn't like it. Yeah, it wasn't very good. No, it wasn't very good at all. There's a great anecdote. I'm in bed just like I'm doing now. (laughs) Actually, I scrolled down on the uh, um, YouTube YouTube as usual. You read the comments. I read the comments. I I do that now. I do that now. And the first comment was, I'm lying in bed too. Just like (laughs) Brian Wilson. The theme for people who are lying in bed. But this is actually a song that I remember listening to back in the day a lot Mm -hmm. and loving. Like I listened to it a lot, but I didn't get the lyric. Like it was only, it was like, Back in the day before MP3s or yeah. just CDs were not new, but you had to like, if you wanted to get a song, you wanted to steal steal music, you had to like tape it off the radio. Right. And so I did that to this song a couple times, like, and you just like press record and play <laughs> real quick. And then, and then it would get, you get like the beginning and then you would cut, you get the beginning of the next song. So like porno for pyros or like smashing pumpkins would come on or something. Sure. But I oh, thought, I thought ladies followed by porno for pyros. That's a scandalous combo. It was like CD 107, the wolf. But I thought it was a, I didn't know the actual lyrics of the song. So I thought it wasn't about, I didn't, and I didn't know, the, I mean, I knew the Beach Boys, but I didn't know Brian, anything about Brian Wilson Me back either. in the day. So I thought it, the song was called Crying Wilson. And it was about like somebody committing suicide. <laughs> Crying Wilson. Crying Wilson. Like he's like his a, name was Wilson. He's like a, a like a blues singer or something. I'm I'm Crying Wilson, and I'm gonna do my set for you tonight. That's hilarious. Um, I I don't mind that actually. I actually have. I was telling my friend that we are going to do 
uh, Brian Wilson this week, and he wanted to relay a story about how when he was a kid, he didn't realize, he didn't know who Brian Wilson was, he didn't know anything about anything, and uh, he thought the lyrics were, I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson, dead. That's literally what I thought. <laughs> really? Just like Crying Wilson, dead. Because I thought it was a, I thought, I thought he, this guy was committing suicide, because he's like, um, I drove downtown in the rain, which is really not a, a, good, a good thing to do. The roads were slick or slippery. Uh-huh. 9.30 on Tuesday night, so it's like dark uh, to check out the late night record shop, but call it impulsive, call it compulsive, and he's like, I just call it insane. Like, yeah. This is a crazy thing to do, but I'm going to kill myself. Like, <laughs> I just can't stop. How do you like that? It's a matter of conditioning. It's a matter of instinct. And he just, uh, I thought that he like drove his car into something. Like, I just can't stop. Uh, oh, literally yeah. just can't And then stop, it, the song raining. is written from his perspective where he's like on a hospital bed. He tried to kill himself, but he's like lying in bed just like his hero, Crying Wilson. Like, I did not have a really good like through line for that. But uh, yeah, so like he's just uh, he, he's just in he's just in bed. He's just in this hospital bed because it mentions like it mentions Doctor Landy, and I thought that was an actual he's like a, a medical doctor. Right. Like please, <laughs> please be a real surgeon. Don't be just a pedagogue, Doctor Landy. Sure, yeah. Actually, so, I uh, see so you always go so deep in with the conspiracy theories, right? And I know you don't. Think, <laughs> I always keep calling them conspiracy theories, but I I always literally up until this week when I listened to the song nine hundred times. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of Hello City, great. Uh, wake up alarm for your iPhone lying in bed just like Brian Wilson <laughs> like another great uh, this album is full of they were prescient about iPhone alarms um, but uh, I um, up until like this week I thought that the line was Dr. Landy tell me I'm not just a better gog Dr. Landy tell me I'm not just a better gog cause right now I have Lying in bed. And so I thought, what the fuck does that mean? And so I went online, I was like, is a GOG anything? It's like a gaming site. GOG? Well, good old games, yeah. yeah. But GOG is like, uh, in Hebrew mythology. Oh, it's like a biblical city, isn't thing, it? GOG well, and Magog. It, it, yeah. Yes, GOG and Magog. But it has something to do with, like, the apocalypse and the end of days. <laughs> and I was like, I got it this week. And I was like, let me make, let me read the lyrics. I was like, oh, not just a better pedagog. I like a better GOG. Like, I'm going to end the world, but I'm going to do it better than GOG did. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is a, this is a sad song. I don't think it's necessarily sad. Really? What was your th- what was your take? Well, I mean, it's it's about a creative drought, right? I think obviously, yes, it's about like, a creative like drought. Like Brian Wilson's creative drought. And yes. I mean, it's it's somebody who's but it's it's weird because this is assume, presumably Stephen Page writing this. Uh, I don't or, know who the writing credit is. Both... We can look it up, but yeah, probably I would imagine Stephen Page. So, but he this is so he's writing this essentially before he became famous. Yes. So he's comparing himself to Arguably one of the best songwriters of all time. That is sad, isn't it? I never thought about that. <laughs> He's saying, well, yeah, I'm just like Brian Wilson. I'm having a creative drought. And this is before yeah, Bare Naked Ladies became, you know, all that in a bag of uh, uh, crisps. <laughs> As they say in Canada, a bag of French fries. Bag of, <laughs> I got a bag of poutine. Oh, wait, chips are... Fuck, I fucked up. You screwed it up. Do they sell poutine in bags in Canada? Uh, I think you can get a bag of poutine. They should. You can get a bag of anything in Canada. <laughs> open a bag of milk. I, I like to milk my mix in my poutine bags. Take room and milk in my poutine bags. Um, what? I'm a cool guy. Okay. Cool. Saker, now, Saker has taken his microphone off the uh, Stands are off the stand and is throwing the stand on the ground and is now pacing back and forth. <laughs> and like He's like declaiming to me. He's like looking down at me. So I just, I just want I just want to paint a verbal picture for everybody at I, home. I decided I always wanted my mic in front of my mouth, and I realized I wasn't going to be able to read my notes and do that. Um, yeah, so I, I think there are... We're just talking about the the Gordon version of this song. There are better versions of this song out there. Right. On I don't know if you've heard Rock Spectacle. No. Um, Rock Spectacle is their live album, and it's a delight. Um, and they speed up... I think whenever they do this song live, they speed it up like... 50%. And it just sounds great. It sounds super good. Gordon is a little... You want to hear a little bit of the Rock Spectacle? Here. Yeah. I'm going to cut in part of the Rock Spectacle version for you guys, but Evan and I are going to listen to it right here. Drove downtown in the rain 9.30 on a Tuesday night Just to check out the late night Record shop Call it imposing Call it composing A little bit. Like, it's like 10% faster. When I'm surrounded, I just can't yeah, maybe so. Maybe I totally lied. I really like the energy they bring to the live version, though. It sounds, uh, it sounds bigger. I thought somehow. we were cutting that out. 
we're, so we're cutting everything out up until up until that's right going to go now. now i really love the energy of it yeah basically um yeah, I mean, I think this is definitely, if it's not a song about suicide, and I don't think... What is no, this? I, don't, I don't think it is. I just I was just telling you what I thought when I was a kid and sure, listened to it. yes. But but I think there is, mental illness is kind of the, the basis of this song, do you think? Uh, I don't know necessarily about, I, I didn't get mental illness so much as, you know, just sort of a, a lack of inspiration. How, how much, how much, did you research Brian Wilson at all for this song? No, I mean, I, I've actually read pretty deep into Brian Wilson's like backstory to begin with. Really? Okay. It's one of those like Wikipedia holes sure. you get like spi- death spirals you get into where right. you're like Beach Boys, Pet Sounds, right. Brian Wilson, Dr. Landy, boop, boop, right. boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Again, I had no, I'd never researched any of that and watching, there's videos on YouTube of Brian Wilson and Dr. Landy and Brian Wilson just looks like he's not there. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's dead inside and there's a great clip which I'm going to put in right here. He was... He was, he was, Tom Hewlett called me in and said, and said, we are worried that Brian Wilson is going to follow Elvis. Oh, God, no. Yeah, that's what Tom said to me. He's... Oh, just like, it's so Yeah, creepy. that was really creepy. Yeah, yeah. like, is, yeah, Brian, I, I didn't know about their relationship, but if you don't know about their relationship, listener, Dr. Landy was this, um, is he a therapist or just yeah, a doctor? he was like a new age, a new age sort of therapist, a, a psychotherapist, and I think that his method was... It was really creepy because it would be you. He would control every aspect of your life. Yes. Like the goal of his his uh, therapy was to con- literally control you twenty four hours a day. Right. And I think Brian Wilson was sort of in a death spiral there. He was ballooning, and he yeah. was you know uh, I think doing all sorts of drugs and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Landy uh, controlled him enough that it broke him out of the spiral. But he was just like a, a zombie, obviously mm-hmm. that you probably saw from that clip. Um, which is really more of a visual thing. We'll put it in the show notes. I've never done that before, so you can watch that video. But I think that that's, that mental illness, I don't know, I, I felt like I felt like there was a lot of mental illness in this song. Did it not come across? I don't know. Um, I, I like, I don't know. Maybe Go on, just, Saker. Point I'm, it out to me. I'm you're lying trying to convince here me. staring at the ceiling tile. Yeah, like you're it's in the middle of a crea- literal creative drought. Why did I think it was mental illness? Well, impulsive, I'm sure... compulsive, <laughs> insane. <laughs> he wants to kill himself. <laughs> we gotta pick us a, a lane and stay in it. No, it's a, I, I don't know. I, I felt that it was uh, far more about just being a creative and not being able to create. And yeah. I, I think, any, I mean, we're both creatives. I don't know how successful either of us are at it, but yeah. everyone who, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of, there's a lot of creatives nowadays because sure. the bar for creating stuff is so much lower thanks to the internet and everything. And this was $200. Here we are, here we are <laughs> producing a podcast sure. and yeah. doing all this fun stuff. But yeah, I think everybody falls into that rut. Um, and I, I think this song is, can speak to people pretty easily. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought, uh, I thought narcissism was definitely maybe a mental problem that the narrator had in this song. I mean, like you said, he's comparing himself to a legend. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. Brian did, Wilson did you, is a genius. Or maybe he is. I think Stephen Page is at least as good as the Beatles. <laughs> hey, I, save it for the next, save it for the next step. Oh, but Paul McCartney said so. Save it for the next step. <laughs> okay, next step, next step. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that there were some weird musical choices in this song. Uh, I liked a lot of them. There's bongos. I thought those are really cool. They really come out in the chorus. Um, The beginning of this song is not as much of a head fake as Hello City and uh, Enid. But there's like, it's very plaintive at first. And then we just launch into the Well, I didn't see it so much as like a head fake as they did where where they're just, they start in one style Mm -hmm. and then do a completely different style. This one, it started in like almost folk rock. Yeah. And then it like verges into pop. And then like acid rock yes. towards the end, and then it ends at like a like a bass forward surf rock. Yeah. So it's just kind of ble- but but it's not as jarring as the previous uh, um, juxtapositions of music musical juxtapositions they've done. I wonder if it was intentional the different sort of musical stylings because I know the Beach Boys were sort of famous for oh. starting in one genre and mm-hmm. then sort of bleeding into another. I mean, they were like the Beatles in a lot of ways, where they yeah. just sort of uh, blended genres. Yeah. Hey, speaking of grade nine, actually, and, and maybe blending genres as well, at the end of this song, for no goddamned reason, they started on the James Bond theme. Like that boom, 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 boom. I didn't get what? that. Really? 
Yeah, I get it. I yeah, get that. Yeah, it's the James... It's straight up like they don't even try to hide it. They put in the James... In the last song, they just had the theme from Peanuts. <laughs> they had Rush, and now they're just like, maybe James Bond we'll as well. We'll do all the things we love and put Ooh. them into our view. It's just... It's a... Real, like in grade nine it made sense because they're calling back to the pop culture of their youth mm-hmm. but in brand wolf it's just like what the fuck are you doing i Do wonder you... i just wonder if that was like a beach boys bass line or something boom, ba-da-dum, boom, ba-da-dum. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, i don't know <laughs> they stole it from that's right i think the beach boys came before james bond yeah right? no wait wait yes the movies that's a hard sell Ooh, let's play that famous game i'm gonna put the theme from that game in right here is it Beach Boys or James Bond? I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. Alright, which came first? The Beach Boys? First album or James Bond's first movie? Don't look at the computer screen. All you right. guys can play along at home. You can. What do you oh, think? Am I supposed to be guessing? Oh, okay, no, you guess. Oh, oh yeah, I'll guess too. Okay, okay I am going to guess. Well, why don't you guess and I'll just we'll, we'll argue the opposite. Okay, <laughs> you're going to play devil's advocate. And we're doing just James Bond movies, right? The first James Bond movie. Yeah, right. no, not the novels because it's that theme is what I'm curious about. Right. I bet. I bet James Bond came first. I bet the Beach Boys came well, first. Well, all right, the Beach Boys' first album, Surf and Safari. <laughs> What a terrible album title. Hey, that was a big hit for them. I'm absolutely sure that it was. Uh, but that came out. Surf and Safari came out in 1962. And uh, the, I think I may be I, wrong. Uh, wait, which one did I say? I forget. You said, you said James Bond. <laughs> James Bond. The first James Bond movie came out in 1962. Holy shit! <laughs> Maybe that's the reference then. The 1962 Times of Culture. Holy shit! That's crazy that that's a thing. Um, interesting. I don't know at all if there's a link there or if they were just fucking yeah, around. I don't know. I, you have a lot of time on your hands in high school, which is yeah. when they wrote most of this music, right? Yeah, so they that's true. But you're also an idiot in high school, so... That's true. You dumb, dumb stuff. <laughs> that's true. You think this was just sort of a... Uh... I don't know. We'll have to ask Stephen Page when we have him on the podcast. <laughs> that's right. Um, we'll just tweet at him. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. What if I became that guy who just tweeted something at Stephen Page every day? <laughs> just like, he, eventually he would have to respond or to me, right? Or block you. Oh, fuck. That's exactly <laughs> what would happen. I forgot that's a thing that can happen on Twitter. Well, then I'll just go to Ed Robertson. I'll just make my way around the yep, ladies. Do it all. Do it all. Um, Somebody will probably respond. I assume. Probably one of the Cregans. Who doesn't have, yeah. Oh, that one Cregan. Andy. Andy Cregan? Dev- the one who left Devlin the band? Cregan. Who? John O'Cregan. John O'Cregan. <laughs> Save it for the St. Patty's Day episode next year. Wait, this is our St. Patrick's Day episode. Uh, it's coming out on uh, March 27th. That's our St. Patrick's <laughs> That's Day. That's pretty close to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> All right, this is our official St. Patty's Day episode. Speaking um, of St. Patrick's Day, like Lucky Charm cereal? I got a box of Lucky Charm cereal the other day. That stuff is delicious. Hey, holy shit. Did you see there's Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes crossover cereal now? Oh my God. It's marshmallows in Frosted Flakes. Does that sound like a... That sounds unbelievable. It sounds like a goddamn delight. I can't... Uh, uh. This And these are what our, um, I think our Patreon episodes are going to be, is our trying samples <laughs> of cereals. We got, Bar- we got the BNL, we got <laughs> yeah. the Lucky we're, Charms. We're multi-hyphenates. It's, it's called Lucky Charms, but like only like two of the things are Lucky Charms now. Like It's like horseshoes and coral leaf clovers, then it has stars. Oh, lucky stars, I guess. Hearts, stars, and rainbows, clovers, and blue moon, pots of gold and horseshoes, and me red balloons. And me red balloons. And there's hourglasses, too. Really? Yeah, there's hourglasses. Hey, now. in your head, did you ever, as a kid or as an adult, because it's heart stars and rainbows, clovers and blue moon, <laughs> pots of gold and horseshoes, and me red balloons, doodle doo doodle doo In my head, the Adams Family song always follows it. Well, just me. That's fine. Hey, uh, listeners out there. <laughs> If you always do the Lucky Charms theme followed by the Adams Family, then I want you to uh, hit us at Pod with the hashtag... Lucky Harms. Lucky Harms. <laughs> and if you've never done that, I want you to hit us up with the hashtag... Unlucky Theo Parmesan. <laughs> Unlucky Parm. Unlucky Parms. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Because nothing could be more not Adam's family <laughs> than like veal, veal parmesan. They would never hurt a baby. Um, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I don't. I, I thought. 
I thought they were a little bit on the nose with the, uh, you know, I'm lying in bed just like Brian Wilson. And then uh, I had a dream. <laughs> like, okay, you're lying in bed and then you had a dream and the music is all like, oh, we're in a dream. Like, like acid rock, yeah. Yeah. I just thought, did you think it was a little bit just like... It is. Well, it could be or it couldn't be. If they were deliberately aping... Uh, Beach, Boys. Beach Boys stylistic changes mm. then I would give it an extra point right I wouldn't still be a fan of it right. but I, I would give it an extra point I, I'm just I think I'm not familiar enough with the Beach Boys to have graded this song based on I've listened to like Surfing Safari and Pet Sounds okay good <laughs> and then ev- then all their hits I suppose how many discs do they have they have a ton of okay. CDs yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah albums yeah. I should say um yeah because we do know that the Beach Boys predated CDs I don't think... Do you want me to look that up? I know Let's they do did. Let's do our famous game. Compact Disc came out <laughs> after, in 1962 as well. All right, fair enough. They did. They just didn't have CD players. Mm. People were producing CDs and were like, the fuck are we going to do with these? Don't, don't groan at me, Marge. He is literally talking down to me. He's standing <laughs> over me. Um... What else made me... Do you know what made me laugh in this song? Uh, when he goes, uh, Late Night Record Shop, and Ed Robertson in the background goes, Late Night Record Shop! <laughs> you know, Ed he, Robertson pisses me off a lot of times. <laughs> Just check down the Late Night Record Shop. a twang and he does it he does it live on every version of the song go late not record shop it makes me laugh so much uh, was there anything that made you giggle in this song no no i mean it's a, it's a sad song why would i sit there laughing at it is it sad or is it just i think the narrator's a pitiable fellow but i'm not sad for him i pity him i mean it spoke to me because i've had creative droughts before and i know you have i'm currently in the midst of one well, there we go that's why we're doing this podcast it's get true. those juices flowing Woo-hoo. that's right give me a rap freestyle go one two three well give four. me a topic one two. <laughs> brian wilson brian wilson oh my name's brian wilson and i'm almost dead i put pizza on my head <laughs> that's the brian wilson i'm gonna add some drums behind that in yeah post. yeah mix that in okay i can do that um yeah i thought there were some great harmonies in the song that stop at the uh, right before james bond sounds mm-hmm. great i'm gonna put that in right here I really liked it, it kind of again I think I mentioned this on Eden but we see a little bit of the wordplay that's going to become sort of a in the the Benedict Lady's flavor later mm-hmm. I like a matter of instinct matter of conditioning matter of fact they kind of twist that matter Ooh. of on its head I thought mm-hmm. uh, I don't know yeah what else what else was lovable about this song to you I don't know I had a really hard time uh finding anything about this song to talk about really did you is it because you didn't like it or because you just no, I, I like the song a lot it's just it's just i've heard it so many times yeah. that uh I, there wasn't anything i felt new that i could bring to the table i mean yeah. they they talk about the being playing in the sandbox which is pretty cool because brian wilson had that sandbox you put into his bunch of research. i didn't do any research i knew brian I, like i said i've read i read a lot about brian wilson yeah. you know months ago yeah but i just one, one of the things i remembered was he had that sandbox in his like living room and he had a piano put inside so yeah. he could feel the beach yeah. or something that's so weird uh i don't do you have any did you have a, a theory about the song or was crying wilson yeah you it was were, just crying crying wilson yeah. i thought like i kept i went i did do research to see if there was like a blues singer called crying wilson at any point <laughs> the nearest i could find was teddy wilson who was like a amazing jazz pianist he played yeah. with like ella fitzgerald and, oh cool okay uh, lena horn and billy holiday and all that sort of stuff but yeah um I think um, I'll tweet them and I'll tell them when they do this song live to change it to Crying Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. just so that they know. I mean, I can't. That sounds like such a good yeah. blues name. Like yeah, introducing Cried Wilson. Cried Wilson. Cried Wilson. <laughs> I like that a lot. Wrong kid died. <laughs> Wrong kid died. <laughs> so, in lieu of the traditional wheel segment this week, I've been teasing an exclusive interview since the beginning of the show, and you're about to get it from the cast. Of the web series Basic Adventuring 101 and the co-host of WhoPod, but most importantly, a real, legitimate Canadian citizen currently living in Canada, it's Blair Beverage. Blair, how are you? I am fine. Wow, you oversold me large. Oversold you? You are a 
Canadian. Canadian. You are the first Canadian, and perhaps the only Canadian we'll ever have on this podcast. And more specifically to this podcast, I am a Scarberian. Oh, Scarberian. That means you fought a bear? Uh, No, it means I grew up in Scarborough, where uh, your your subject... The fair. Yeah, bear. Okay, same thing. (laughs) He said fair, but I like bear better. We're... Wait, did the Bare Naked Ladies grow up in Scarborough as well? A lot of them did, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we knew oh, that. Okay. We totally knew that. Yeah, we absolutely yeah, knew that. We yeah, that's it. the podcast, so we knew that. Definitely. I, t- I, knew, I knew you knew that. You know. One of the things I hate about this podcast is now I have to pay way more attention to the Bare Naked Ladies than I previously was. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, Blair, uh, we have you... Uh, obviously, we needed a voice of our neighbors to the north on this podcast. We need, we need to know... I mean, the Juno Awards are tonight. Are people are freaking? Tonight. Are there riots in the street? Are there? What's happening in Canada right now? You yeah. live in Toronto right now, correct? Uh, yeah, I'm in a suburb of Toronto. Yes. Okay, so so what's up? I mean, how are things? What's the climate there? The climate is 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 uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm not going to oversell this. No, it's uh, the Juno Awards are for those who don't know are our version of the Grammys uh, mm-hmm. here in Canada, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of hype because. Stephen Page is coming back to sing with the Bare Naked Ladies for the first time in mm-hmm. like I don't know, like Shit. it's been like eight, nine, maybe even longer years. I think two thousand nine so, was when he left the band. So yeah, it's been like yeah. nine years. So they're yeah. getting like I'm sure he's going to have like a mounty escort. And, <laughs> yeah, he's like, going to come on with a, a brigade of horses, horses. around. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, eating put sure. eating Putin pouring maple syrup on himself totally. Oh, did just, you hear how he pronounced that? Putin. Putin. I've always said poutine, I but I'm we're idiots. idiots. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck. dum Look, yeah, look we, na- we just ninety. Poutine, I know. 90% of all Canadians say poutine as well. Be frank, it was made in Quebec. The people in Quebec call it Putin. Oh, oh, okay. oh it's a well, Quebec thing. I well, see. I, I knew it was a Quebec thing. Yeah, well, okay, smartass. <laughs> you also knew that Brian Wilson had a sandbox in his living room. Shut up. You did research. <laughs> I'm did. upset now. Or you're just more worldly than me, which I'm interpreting as research, and I hate it. <laughs> um, so, uh, Blair, what, what was your experience uh, with the Bare Naked Ladies as you grew up in Canada? Were they... Uh, on much music all the time were they like your jam uh first of all high five for much music very rare known thing south of the border um uh yeah bare naked Lease was a band i i actually latched onto pretty quickly um the two demo tapes that some of you may know about the pink tape and the yellow tape i actually owned the yellow tape for some point of time i don't know where it is anymore but um i i my, my cousin went to the high school that the guys uh most of the guys went to steven and and uh um and Ed to start. He went to high school with them. He's like, hey, you know, we got this goofy little band that's uh, that plays local shows. You should give him a shot. And, you know, he got me the cassette. I'm like, oh, I really like this. And, um, you know, they, they did a lot of kind of local stuff for a while. Uh, eventually got signed onto a label and produced Gordon, the album you guys yeah. are going through. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I, I'd known about them well before Gordon came out, which is kind of weird because I'm usually not that hipster. But um, in, in, in this very specific case, just due to the fact that there's, it's been all around me. And the creepiest of all the stories uh, was when I was 12 years old, I went to Scarborough Music Camp, which is where technically, I guess, they all kind of met. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, Ed, Ed and Steve had met before that, but they met the Cregans at the camp. And right. uh, I'm pretty, I can't confirm this 100%. I can't, yeah. but I'm fairly certain one of them was a camp counselor of mine. Um, Holy shit! Which a Cregan was? It was one of the Cregans. I, I believe uh-huh. it was Andy. Um, his name was Andy. He looked like Andy, but I, <laughs> I, I can't. You know, I by the time I had heard of them, that was like five, six years in the past. Sure. So I was like, I, it might have been him, and it, the timing worked out. But no, right. I, I can't confirm it hundred percent. But yeah, it's, well, that's okay. We'll, we'll them, tweet at him. Yeah, between that, <laughs> between that, and you know, the Woolburn, the, the high school, which was our rival high school. Um, I, I mean, there's there's something with Tyler as well. It's a little bit further down the road, but uh, yeah, I just it's it's absolutely nuts how they were constantly surrounding us. But the big thing that put them on the map around here, and this is actually a little bit embarrassing to admit, but uh, they had booked the Berenike ladies to play a New Year's Eve bash here uh-huh. here in Toronto, but their name offended um, an aide of the the mayor at the time and she basically mm. said no we are not going to have a band called the bare naked ladies Whoa, perform that's crazy which was probably the best thing that ever happened to the band because they got a ton of press based on this mm. yeah 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 that's insane though that's 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 
So just because they, that was a situation where they couldn't just call them BML and be done right. with it, they wow, that's super weird. You gave us so much to dig into here. I want to I, I want to handle it just piece by piece here. <laughs> so it. who was it who went to high school with the Brinica ladies? Uh, my cousin. Your co- and okay. so was he in the same grade as them? No, he was a few years before them. Uh, God damn! But he was—he did go to grade nine. Yes, in the same high grade school. Grade nine well, is a thing here, by the way. As I heard I mean, on the episode that uh, the last one I listened to that has right. been published, you guys are talking about it. You guys saying freshman? Why not you grade nine? And the reason why we use grade nine to grade thirteen is that we had five grades in our high school. Um, what the? Wait, do you go to high school until you're 19 years old? Uh, 18, 19, depending on it. It doesn't exist anymore, but we had a, the grade 13 was oh what gosh. we called OACs, or Ontario Academic Credits, which were basically just university-level credits. That oh. in order what? to get In order to get into a Canadian university, you needed six of them. So huh. Oh, my God. That That's w- crazy. That used to be a thing. It's no longer a thing. So now we mm-hmm. just have, you know, up to grade 12 or, I guess, senior, as you guys would say. Yeah, no wonder Canadians are smarter than us. I mean, <laughs> yeah. an extra, extra Well, we were. We dumbed to... ourselves down, so. Well, <laughs> glad to hear it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> when America, things are smarter than America, we, we come out swinging. We, we dum-dums, but we got big fists. Yeah. Yes, that's, that is definitely true. <laughs> Uh, you said there was another thing with Tyler a little bit down the road. Oh, that that one's very obscure. My I dated a girl whose father taught at uh, I'm gonna gotta say this right Huron Heights High School in in Newmarket, which is where Tyler went. So he had Tyler in his class. So that that's whoa, that's a little obscure. That one's very obscure. So yeah, but there's see. I know Canada is big, but the fact that you've had so many run-ins <laughs> with the Finnegan ladies makes me think that you might be the only seven people in Canada. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, um, so you've you've seen the high school where they went, right? Yes. So is there, we, we have a question. Is there like a big mural on the wall of them or a statue <laughs> or anything? It's, it's been a while since I've been inside it. Um, I, I, I used to play football and rugby at their school, but I didn't uh-huh. generally go inside the school. Rugby. But fun fact, uh, if you've ever seen the video for Lovers in a Dangerous Time, that is in that high school's football uh-huh. field. That's when they okay. filmed that, so. That was and that was a pre-Gordon song as well, right? Yes. That's a cover. Yeah, that was a cover. Basically, they they there was a request for a bunch of bands to do covers of I think oh, is it Bruce Colburn? Bruce Colburn, yes. Yeah, Bruce Colburn songs, and they were asked, so they did the cover "Lovers in a Dangerous Time," which on my kind of board was their first big hit, first local big hit. So, okay, we were just talking about whether "Be My Yoko Ono" was the first big one, but "Lovers" was the first okay. big one for you. In the area, yeah. I mean, out of all the songs of Gordon, I'm a big fan of Gordon. I cannot stand Yoko Ono. Oh, that's our next episode. Yep, we're, I'm excited. We're going we should have had you next on that week, one. Yeah. That's fine. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have much to say. <laughs> oh, okay, but actually, we're talking about Brian Wilson this episode. So, yes. can you give us any insight into how you feel about Brian Wilson? What do you think about that song? Brian Wilson in high school was the first song I latched onto, like really tight. Um, uh-huh. This was. I mean, it, it was. It was something I'd put in the realm of all the rest of my favorite songs when it came out. And, um, you know, the girl I was dating at the time really liked it. And uh, it was just something we both really enjoy that drew me into the band even further was, was Brian Wilson. Because, I mean, Lovers in a Dangerous Time was nice, but it was a cover. Mm-hmm. And then you got Brian Wilson, which I'm like, oh, it's, uh, do they mean the Beach Boy Brian Wilson? And <laughs> Yeah, they do mean the Beach Boy. And I'm like, okay, well, now I wanted to know why they were saying lying in bed. So I went into this big pre-Google thing looking for Brian Wilson Google wasn't a thing then um, sure. <laughs> that's that's how long ago this was um, but uh, yeah so I, it, it, it kind of got me to dive into the band a little bit more other than all these kind of random happenstances and uh, I, I really liked that song I, I didn't understand it for a long time but it didn't matter to me I, I, I enjoyed it it just had a nice catchy beat to me sure I feel like we still don't understand it but yeah. we, we like it nonetheless it's a, it's a good sure. song sure you know, you could buy that yellow Brannaked Ladies tape for $15 pre-owned on eBay right now. There you go. And Just it, FYI. And it's got a, a cover of a Public Enemy song on there that I do oh miss the gosh. tape for that alone. So. Whoa, really? Fight the Power. There's a cover of Fight the Power on there. That, that's the Sandwich EP, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. Maybe? Okay, <laughs> we'll look it up. Uh, yeah, here we go. Be My Yoko Ono, Brian Wilson. Blame it on me if I had a million dollars. Fight the power. Wow. Yep. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, maybe we need to... We, uh, we 
I don't want to do B-sides yet. We still have <laughs> well, uh, a lot of songs to go, yeah. but we really do have to cover these at some point. Maybe we can, so much we can water down later BNL right. with uh, some, some old B-sides. <laughs> We're going to need to slow things down yeah. at some point, so cool. Well, Blair, anything else to add about the Brinnigan ladies? No, man. I mean, they've been all around me, but I mean, well, I guess there's one little story I could tell. It's a little bit Ooh. quasi-embarrassing, but that's okay. Oh, please. please. Um, so... Being a fan of the band, I'd liked all of their websites or their MySpaces, I think it was uh-huh. called back in the day. Um, there, there was a, an opportunity that came forth to become a, a, a blogger uh, for them on, on one of their tours. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll throw my, my hat in the ring. And uh, they actually chose me to, to go to one of their concerts yeah. um, to, to cover it and, and do you know, this little write-up. They'll publish it, sure. and it was going to be this whole big thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, then they, they, the guy got in touch with me and he's like, okay, we'd like you to go to the Sault Ste. Marie concert, which is about eight hours, uh, west of where I am. Oh, Jesus. Uh, All right. And I was just kind of like, uh, okay, well, when is it? And they're like, well, it's, you know, Wednesday, like (laughs) this upcoming Wednesday. It's like, yeah. And I, I literally just started my first, you know, full-time gig out of school and I'm like, I can't get that off so I, I i ended up having to unfortunately pass up this glorious opportunity to cover them Aww. uh back in the day just because i'd started my full-time job and it's something yeah. i've always one of those things in life you're like would they have really fired me <laughs> your life could have taken a completely different path you could be their manager today yeah and i don't understand how you could have just said i'm going to a bare naked ladies concert isn't that like a free in, pass in canada yeah in like, canada just, that's just like know. i have a doctor's it should have appointment been. Yeah. it should have been you're right it should have you been. Should have just tried. need to turn in turn in your ticket stub and they're like oh but can't can't argue with that yeah i'll give you some free put in there you go yeah right well cool well blair thank you for coming on we really My appreciate pleasure. it uh, you are the best, and everybody should go check out uh, Hoopod at the very least. Do you have anything else to plug? Yeah, there's a new thing that uh, we're kind of spinning off the Hoopod uh, podcast feed. Uh, it's it's called Harley Human. It's it's a geeky film noir audio drama that we've started. Uh, there's a website that's not quite ready to launch, but if you look for us on <laughs> iTunes or Stitcher or Facebook and even Twitter, you, you'll find us there. And uh, we've got three episodes published right now. We're working on the fourth, so come on and check us out. Cool. cool. There you have it. Well, thanks, Blair. We appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you very much. No problem, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So at this point, we decide if this song is... That guy big. was a vampire, right? Oh, Blair is definitely a vampire. <laughs> no doubt. I'm pretty sure. I mean, <laughs> nobody gets that close to BNL without getting embraced, right? <laughs> Did you hear how he pronounced poutine? He's got to be a vampire. His fangs got in the way. <laughs> Putin. Oh, maybe he's a Russian vampire. Uh... I wouldn't want to go that far, but... Okay, I, I apologize. I, I wonder if all Canadians are vampires. That's not a bad... Assi- There's very few of them. They're all in close contact with one another. Mm-hmm. It's, no, that's like farther north in Saskatchewan where it gets dark for a long, long time. Oh, the 30 days of night 30 sort of. days of night, yeah. That is... Damn, I think we're on <laughs> to something, something horrible. Um, by the way, I was at a convention this weekend, and no less than three people came up to me. People I knew, uh-huh. but they were like, hey, that Bare Naked Ladies podcast... <laughs> Do you smash mouth hunting them? Do you think that's a real thing? I was like, eh, Fushu Man has all the signs, I gotta say. So, uh, yeah, people are really digging the, we gotta keep this mythology. Well, up. we gotta, we gotta do some smash mouth songs now, too. We do. We're gonna, that's more of the Patreon for this episode. We eat Frosted Flakes while we listen to Smash, smash Mouth. <laughs> that's what we call the Patreon, we smash food into our mouth. Yeah, we smash mouth. Don't delay, act now. Oh. Supplies are running out. <laughs> Steaks to kill vampires. <laughs> well, we eat steaks. <sighs> All right, is this song bare naked or fully clothed? As usual, Evan, we start with you. I'd say it's it's bare naked, but it's morbidly obese in bed. Like <laughs> this is a song that once was great, uh-huh. but it's one of those songs that I've heard over the years, over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. until it's not. It's just it's become mundane to me, banal. Even though it's still a great song, I don't in any. I can still see the bones of a great song. Mm-hmm. Well, I can still see genius below it. But it, sure. it now, even when I listen to it, I'm like, ah, oh, just so tired of lying in bed. <laughs> so it's a naked. It's a naked man. Yeah, 300 pound naked man lying in bed, and he, sometimes he'll float around. <laughs> it's nice, but it's very naked to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <gasps> see, yeah. I don't. I, for me, this song isn't as good as Enid. Enid is my goddamn jam. Really? But it's so I said with Enid. That it was a bare naked person with a thimble on each finger. This is like a bare naked guy, a fat guy lying in bed with like a, a wife beater on, like a sweat stained wife beater and like boxers. Um, yeah, this is yeah, a this single is, fan this, going overhead. This is Brian Wilson. Tiger stripes of sodium orange coming in from the windows. <laughs> Tiger stripes of sodium orange. 
a TV, flicker, yeah. casting flickering shadows on the wall. So poetic. Yes, that's exactly through the through the line of beer bottles. <laughs> Why? Why you've written a poem? In no, the... I have not. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Poetry is shit. And I didn't say that. <laughs> everybody in the college of medicine is an idiot. <laughs> also, everybody at the college talked to me about. Oh, hey, your co-host with your beautiful wife. <laughs> in any case, yes, this is a, a obese man barely covered with a, a bed sheet. Um, and you can hear the heart monitor beeping beside him as he lays dying <laughs> in the in the hospital. Uh, yeah, and this song is great. It's a wonderful song. Yeah, but I think I think it is. It goes down so smooth that it's almost too smooth sometimes. It's mm-hmm. almost like oh, it's water. Like this song is great. It's so great that I don't even notice it. I can't pick out any parts of it. Well, I mean, it, it's weird that it's on the first album for me because mm-hmm. it's about a creative drought, yeah. but. And obviously, they had a career before they put out sure. Gordon. Like they, like you said, this is just sort of an anthology of their best hits. Right. But so I'm sure he had he's had creative droughts sure. as a as a creative. But it's your first fucking album. Yeah, like yeah. it's your fourth song. Like right. I'm out of ideas. What do I do? I guess I'm a genius, like Brian Wilson. Like, just the balls on these guys. Narcissistic as fuck. Yeah, I'm a genius, just like that guy. Well, I guess it's a simile though, so he doesn't have to be. That's Brian true. Wilson. That's true. Like Brian Wilson. Um, I mean, I'm like Brian Wilson, and that I also have hair. <laughs> We're all like Brian Wilson. I lied in bed yeah. many a time. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so at this point in the podcast, we are going to uh, take some emails again. If you've got some, they're naked mails. Was that they're naked mails? They are. No, how do I keep forgetting the name of the segment? I didn't write it in here. Um, if you have an email for us and we need more emails, good emails, email us at it's all been or done, terrible emails or terrible emails. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Uh, this email is not a question, but it comes to us from CSA little. Oh and shit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. CSA little, uh, it just has a comment and CSA little says to us, I think BNL would be big fans of the Panama canal. They fucking love boats. Citation. And then uh, Little sent to us uh, the Bare Naked Ladies Ships and Dip Cruise. Did you know that the Bare Naked Ladies have their own cruise? Uh, no. Well, now you do. They have become they still do it? such a yacht rock, dad rock band that they have the Ships and Dip Cruise. Do they still do it is a great question. Because this could be like a, a Patreon reward. <laughs> is pledge, you send us on a cruise? Listener, pledge us. A thousand million dollars, and you can go on the ships, ships and dip cruise with us. <laughs> oh, ships and dip won't be. Here's what they say: ships and dip won't be sailing in the immediate future. If plans develop for another event, previous ships and dippers will be the first to know. So yeah. ships and dip went out of business, presumably because nobody wants to go on a cruise with the bare naked ladies, because that's a kind of a bizarre thing to do. And then it forwards you to their current concert schedule, including July 11th in Columbus, Ohio. Hey, Where you know what we should do better than Ezra. And KT Tunstall. Desperately wanting. I'm so excited for Better Than Ezra. Porcelain and Desperately Wanting are such fucking, like, Stone Cold classics for me. Oh, yeah. Cold Stone classics. Cold Stone Creamery <laughs> classics. I like it. I want <sighs> it. I love it. And I gotta have it. I think we could sneak some ice cream in there? I think so. I think we should, at the concert, make a, a meetup for uh, Ben Dunheads. <laughs> <laughs> what are our fans called? Dun Freaks? <laughs> I got nothing. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll make an event if we ever have any fans closer to the date. Um, okay, so, um, that's our email this week. <laughs> yes. The Vernigalese once had a cruise. Uh, again, you that can they would be us. a fan of Panama. I wonder if the cruise went through the Panama Canal. I, I almost certainly didn't, because the Panama Canal, I, I, it's big enough to have cruise ships through it, but I don't think they ever do. That's a really good question. Um, God, I wonder where it did go. Uh, hold on one sec. I'm gonna cut I'm this sure out. It just, I'm sure it just went around the Caribbean. It was like... A fucking carnival cruise ship so it's just a bunch of clowns yes um and vampires oh good god they had ships and dip was the first cruise the second cruise was called ships and dip three the third <laughs> cruise was called ships and dip five and then the fourth crew was called ships and dip four and it was in 2011 uh mm. and uh yeah i don't know they were miami florida is where they left from so it could have gone through the panama canal uh-huh. uh, other people on the cruise were Mountain Goats, huh? Guster, yeah. Canada's other famous <laughs> Everything coming, it's all coming back together. Harlan Williams, the comedian? What the fuck? 
This is so incongruous. Oh, he's yeah. a Torontan. Torontan? Torontan. Torontan. Torontonian. Torontonian, thank you. And Sarah McLaughlin. Wow, that's a that's quite a lineup. Now, see, I wasn't in on it, but now oh. you've really sold me on it. I would go. Like that sounds great. I mean, because you just go on a cruise ship to stuff your face full of disgusting food. Like, a disgusting amount of food. No doubt, yeah. That would have been a blast. Um, Well, we fucked up by not doing this podcast in 2009. (sighs) Whoops. Oh, well. Um, All right. Well, that's our email. Um, We have a new segment on this show. What? Something we've never done before. And in this segment... We just read off an iTunes review that we got. We are? What? It's probably not going to be a segment that lasts for very long because we only have like three iTunes reviews. Guys, we really need you uh, to leave us some iTunes reviews. So again, remember to... Actually, you know what? You know what? Fuck that. Don't leave us any iTunes fuck reviews. <laughs> fuck, fuck iTunes. <laughs> but we need iTunes reviews. We don't care about iTunes. We don't care about reviews. The only thing we care about is the Bare Naked Ladies getting back together tonight. (laughs) God, I'm so excited. We really, I I am going to watch that uh, uh, when it's done. Are you going to watch it or do you think? I'm definitely going to watch it. I don't know if I'll watch it tonight because it starts at 8 and I'm so tired. But it's spring break. I'm going to murder you. (laughs) I'm going to read a review anyway. So here's a review of their podcast from ALB247. ALB247 gave it uh, five stars and he said... If every a show had a the the group talk and about the bare naked lady, then every a one would be together there. Moonbeam. And that is uh that's our fans. That's, those are our fans. We have a four point five rating. Six people gave us five stars. One person gave us four stars, and one person gave us one star. Oh, yeah, we are the worst. <laughs> that was the only review that is appropriate for us. And did they? We should read off that review. No, it's not. They didn't leave a comment. They just clicked one star. Oh. If you're gonna leave us a one star review, leave us a shitty comment. Yeah, say something mean about us. Yeah, we'd love to read that off. But I, I bet they didn't get this that, that far into the show. That's probably true. They're like, oh, these guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> Beep, one star. Uh, yeah, they got six minutes in and said, when are they going to talk about Bare Naked <laughs> Ladies? No, no. It's not like 40 minutes in where we start talking about Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> hey, man, I love Doughboys. We're taking swings at Doughboys. I'm coming out. I'm coming out hot. Even though hey, Doughboys, gonna... your show's about food. Talk about food. No, don't. We The dynamic is between Mitch and Nick, and that's what we come for. We're going to review Frosted Flakes. We're going to take over their territory eventually. Yeah, we're coming it's at fine. you. I'm coming at you. Uh, you can get with us on Facebook. We're It's All Been Done on Facebook. Twitter, we are at Been Done Pod. Please hook up with us on Twitter. Uh, besides for that, Evan, what do you have to plug this week? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm Saker. <laughs> I'm Evan. We'll see you again in one, one week. week.